0: And it takes the knee, and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on the Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots, 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 101.9 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Sports radio. Ah yes, 102 on this little snowy, chilly Saturday afternoon. Mark Melusis with you, the fan in New York. Number to call, 877-337-6666. Rolling right up until 5 o'clock this afternoon. Plenty to get to. Rangers on the verge of getting Patrick Kane from the Chicago Blackhawks. As showtime will be on Broadway. We'll get into that. Touch upon the Jets and what their quarterback situation is gonna look like after this offseason. With a number of players that are in play, especially with Aaron Rodgers coming out of the darkness in his retreat in Oregon. But something's hit me this week when you look at the Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, and I don't exactly understand why people are so bothered, whether the story is true, not true, how much money Daniel Jones is looking for. You know, in the report coming out, maybe it's an agency that got spurned as he's changed agents this offseason, flown out the idea that he's asked for $45 million. Listen, I, I, I really don't care. I mean, I, I really don't. You know, and, and we've gotten into a lot of conversation where now Daniel Jones, once again, it's interesting because a year ago at this time, the Giants were, as an organization, were a complete utter mess, right? Then Dave Gettleman was a disaster as a general manager. Some of the draft picks—you look at Joe Judge, embarrassing as a head coach. Joe Shane stepping in as the general manager. Brian Dayball coming aboard, bringing guys like Mike Kafka uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs and Week Martindale, who was let go by the Baltimore Ravens, becoming the Giants' defensive coordinator. And then they have a season this past year in which they are a playoff team. And, yes, I understand they had a very favorable schedule. But even with that favorability of schedule, there was no expectations for the Giants this season. There really wasn't. Shane didn't put any expectations on the team. Dayball didn't put any expectations on the team. It was kind of a wait-and-see approach. They made news in the offseason because you thought they were going to go in a different direction at quarterback because they made the decision to not pick up the 50-year rookie option on Daniel Jones. And he said, all right, well, the Giants aren't going to be particularly good, and they'll be in play for one of the upper echelon quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that'll be available in this spring NFL draft, whether it be Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Let's see exactly where the scouting department goes and who's going to be the next quarterback of this giant team starting in 2023, but it's certainly not going to be Daniel Jones. And then Jones goes out there and has a season in which he proves a lot of the naysayers wrong because this time a year ago, the prevailing thought was Daniel Jones stinks, He is not a good quarterback. No pocket presence. Game speeds up. He's terrible. Yes, he's athletic. Can never stay healthy on the field. Turnover prone. Fumbling the football. Throwing picks. We've talked about it time and time again. That was the mantra of Daniel Jones. He's a terrible quarterback. He's not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. You need to go into another direction, despite having the skill set and athleticism to go out there and play the position. The belief was that Daniel Jones was not the guy, believe me. I mean, I, I would think the Giants, if they thought he was the guy, would have picked up the 50 a rookie option. But it was new leadership. New head coach, new general manager, they did not invest in Daniel Jones. They did not spend the sixth overall draft choice in the first round on Daniel Jones when he's coming out of Duke. So there was no connection between this group and the quarterback. And then Jones this past year goes out and plays really well. I understand he only had 15 touchdown passes, but he's throwing to Richie James, David Sills, Hodgins, who they picked up off the scrap heap from the Buffalo Bills, not exactly like they have Rob Gronkowski at tight end. But Daniel Jones goes out there and has a season in which he throws for north of 3,000 yards, 15 touchdowns, isn't turning the football over, just five picks, right? Runs for over 700 yards, and I believe seven or eight touchdowns more. Pocket presence was better, wasn't turning the football over left and right, had a complete command, impressed this group and the new leadership of the Giants, where he was first man in, last one out, being studious, being a leader, being doing his work in the weight room, to where they thought, you know, this is workable, this is salvageable. More than salvageable, we found our guy. And they made it perfectly clear. You know, aside from the aside from the news that came out during the Giants bye week, that they had contacted Saquon Barkley's agent. And tried to work out a long-term deal. Those contract talks were not happening with Daniel Jones during the course of the season. The belief was, well, well, they want to get definitely get a deal done with Saquon Barkley, even though the sides were reportedly very, very far apart. But the Giants made it perfectly clear after the season, whether it be Shane, whether it be Dayball, whether it be leaks from the organization, that Jones is their guy. By hook or by crook, Daniel Jones, they want him back. And then you get the story this week that leaves everybody slack jaw and say, well, no, no, I can't pay Daniel Jones $45 million a year. He's not going to get $45 million a year. But Daniel Jones is going to be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants in 2023, whether they reach a long-term deal. Or he's given that non exclusive franchise tender and tag, and he's making, you know, north of $32 million at 32.4. The Giants, obviously, because they have a tad over $45 million in cap space, want to get the long term deal done because they could shuffle around the money. And anytime you look at a contract, always look, as everybody tells you around the National Football League, look at the guaranteed money more so than anything else. But Jones now. All of a sudden, we have to have a debate about just how good Daniel Jones is as a quarterback when we all watched it this past year, where he did a lot with a little. He responded to quality coaching. Let's be honest. Joe Judge was completely lost as a head coach. Garrett is an offensive coordinator. And as John Maris said, we did everything we could as an organization to mess up Daniel Jones. They did right by the quarterback this year, and he responded. Now Daniel Jones, after having a good year, which the Giants make the playoffs, win a playoff game where he's the best player on the field in Minnesota against the Vikings, but now Now we have to go out and we have to try, judge, jury, and executioner of just how good Daniel Jones is because of the amount of money you want to pay him? Well, it's a quarterback-driven league. Where else are you going to go? But that is the thing that amazes me. A year ago, Jones stunk. Then he showed himself to be the Giants franchise quarterback. But now you want, and some, looking at Daniel Jones saying, I don't want to pay him. The kind of money that he's looking for because he's the next man up? Yes, he is not Patrick Mahomes. Nor is he Russell Wilson when Wilson was good with the Seattle Seahawks. Nor is he Justin Herbert. I I get where Daniel Jones fits. But in the NFL, we all get caught up in the amount of money that people are making. It's just the next guy up. And if you don't think every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Jane out there wouldn't use the leverage that they have to try to maximize their value or that he has to somehow give back to an organization that made it perfectly clear before the start of the season that they didn't believe. And he turned those non-believers into believers. And now he's got to do right by the Giants because he went out there and balled out in 2022? That to me is nonsense. Sell that to it up because... I mean, I don't want to hear about other quarterbacks in the National Football League not taking every single last dollar and doing every right. Well, Tom Brady with the New England Patriots. I mean, it's it's a little bit different. That is not an apples to apples comparison. But I don't blame Dame Daniel Jones. I said it. I've said it for a while here. Sunday shows during the football season, even last year when, even though I hated the dopey nickname that people ran around with with Danny Dimes and. Trust me, Jones hates it as well. But coming into the season, I said, well, let's see exactly how Daniel Jones reacts. And he reacted well. And he played well. And he showed himself to be a winning quarterback. And showed you that you can use him as a weapon in a variety of different ways. Showed you remarkable toughness. Showed you leadership. Just look at the, listen to the offensive linemen, the other players, on the Giants throughout the course of the season, how they talked about their quarterback. And now it's not, well, I can't pay him that. Where are you going to go, Jimmy Garoppolo? You're going to dance with Derek Carr? Where are you going to go? Because I love the other viable option when you look at a guy that, in this city, with the deck, with the deck stacked against him, went out there and proved all the naysayers wrong, but now... You're not going to pay him what he is worth. Because I'll tell you, if the Giants don't pay him, I'm not telling you, he's not making $45 million a year. And I don't even know if that story is necessarily true. I do believe what Connor Hughes had a report a couple weeks ago, you know, from SNY saying the number is going to fall between 35 and $37 million. Yeah, that's a going rate. Mind you, if, if the Giants don't pay him, there are other teams that will. Because there are things to like about Daniel Jones as a quarterback. We can get caught up in what he isn't. Let's focus in on what he is. In this marketplace, does he grab any negative lines aside from the play? I'm talking about away from the football field. He does not. Do you not like the toughness that he showed you this year with everything, with an organization and leadership within that organization that said, Prove me wrong, and he went out there and proved them all wrong to where now they are all believers. Isn't that something you like as a characteristic, as a trait? Is he not a modern-day NFL quarterback when you look at the athleticism that he has, the ability to use him in a varied amount of different ways, whether it be with the arm strength or whether it be as the running ability? And you can look at and focus in and say, well, the Giants didn't push the ball deep. Who are you pushing the ball deep to, Richie James? Where's the big weapon? on this team. The big weapon was supposed to be Sterling Shepard. Then he tore his ACL against the Dallas Cowboys early on in the regular season and was done for this year. There was no great weapons. Did he do a lot with a little on this team? He absolutely, he did. Was the offensive line absolutely brilliant the entire year? No, it's not. Evan Neal at right tackle, the rookie clearly struggled at times, but he will be better. So I find it amazing this week seeing the storylines after this story was floated out there about what Daniel Jones conceivably would be seeking. And then we have to try once again, as in a courtroom, about just how good he is. How good of a deep ball thrower he is. He only threw 15 touchdown passes. Let's not forget about the fact that he ran for seven more, ran for over 700 yards, showed you remarkable toughness, showed you to be a leader of this team, responded well to quality coaching. And I bring up this example because I I think it's it's a fair one and a fair criticism. Because if you want to compare and look at two quarterbacks and and how they react – Let me ask you, a year ago, how did you feel about Mac Jones with the New England Patriots? For whatever it's worth, he was a pro bowler. I don't put much credence into it, but there were a lot of Mac Jones believers, right? The Patriots had found their guy. How do you feel about Mac Jones now? Well, he had a disastrous season, did he not? Mac Jones' offensive coordinator last year was Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. And the offense was a disaster. And now Bill O'Brien's running the offense. Do you think Mac Jones will have a better 2023? And I do believe, obviously, he's going to be the starting quarterback in New England with Bill O'Brien running that offense. And then Bill O'Brien, a guy that, when he took over down at Alabama, before Mac Jones was drafted into the National Football League, sat down with Bill O'Brien and taught him the Alabama offense and what they like to do under Nick Saban. I think Mac Jones will have a better 2023. Do you think a year from now, February 25th, 2024, do you think we'll have a better feel or a more positive feel about Mac Jones, the quarterback, as compared to the season he had this past year? Coaching matters in the NFL. It does. I understand. I'm not telling you that Daniel Jones is this Patrick Mahomes-type talent. Nobody is Patrick Mahomes. But I will say this, and I've said it for a while, you can win with them, And you saw it this year. You can not only go to the playoffs with them; I believe you can get to a Super Bowl with them. There's a lot to like about Daniel Jones. So as everyone gets caught up into the idea of, well, it's all about the coaching. Look at how he responded. Yes, in a lot of ways in the NFL, coaching factors. And it matters. Look at the second half of the Super Bowl. as the Kansas City coaching staff and Andy Reid specifically undressed the Philadelphia Eagles and their defensive coordinator and Gannon, who's now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Coaching does matter. I've been a believer in Daniel Jones for quite some time, even when he was terrible and turning the football over. I thought there was things to like about him as a quarterback. I'm not saying he's the perfect NFL quarterback, but I think he showed you this year that you can win with him clearly. Don't get caught up in the number and what he's looking for. Believe this. The Giants know in that building they have found their quarterback. Now it's a matter of trying to get a deal done. 116 on this Saturday afternoon. Malus is with you. 877-337-6666. That is your number to call. We'll get into a little Jets. We kick it off a little Giants. We're all on Patrick Kane watch when that deal maybe officially comes down. But everyone seems to believe that uh, Showtime is heading to Broadway and the Chicago Blackhawk Call Hall of Famer is going to be playing out the rest of his contract this season uh, with the New York Rangers. We'll get into that as the Rangers are Stanley Cup hungry, looking to win their first cup since 1994.